All right, we're here. First episode. Say hi, Katrina. Hi. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm fair. I am uh, a couple of drinks in by now. <laughs> is this your first podcast? I'm not, which is um, surprising given our <laughs> the conversation we just had that they missed. For, for, yeah, I know. We uh, we spent a good 30 minutes um, bullshitting beforehand and wasting beautiful, beautiful material. I did. I did warn just everybody that. Yeah, you know, pals. So, like you do. <laughs> this is the I, I, I did, I've never asked you before. Is this the first podcast that you've done? Yeah. Why would I have oh. ever been on a podcast before? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. Everybody. Everybody's doing them. I mean, That's clearly, true, yeah. clearly, because yeah. I'm doing one. And what the fuck? So here we are. Yeah, you're my first. Aww. <laughs> I promise. I promise to be gentle, Katrina. I promise. I'm... <laughs> All right. So you are uh, mainly on Instagram for for your writing, right? Yes. Right. Tell. And you recently had a a, a big event happen. I mean, I guess it was a big event. Well, I, you, well I, you, you, you more or less came out. You came out on yeah, your Instagram. I, yeah, I was posting anonymously for mm-hmm. a year exactly. Um, and uh, yesterday, on the 15th, I added my name and picture to my profile. Yay! Applause sound effects. <laughs> you need a soundboard. <laughs> I do need a soundboard. Um, as soon as I have money, I'll I'll get on that. Right on that. If any Guys, sugar daddy sign up for the Patreon. Ah, <laughs> oh, perfect segue for a plug. Well a done. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yes, yeah, let's get a soundboard and get me a mic that's really good and not just slightly good where people can hear me. Oh, did I tell you I had a 13? So, yeah. yeah. It's I'm better a- than the, the three who are going to choose to listen to my episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's going to be, I think, I think it's going to be surprising. Uh, this is, it's, yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. This isn't exactly, it's different. It's a little different. There's a community that wants this, I think. I think so too. Um, so far, feedback about it has been pretty, pretty positive. Thank you very much. Hey, we yep. all respect the side hustle. <laughs> side hustle or vanity project, because, or or just a shot in the dark, because because that's what this is. Um, <laughs> like, fine, you know, I'm just gonna. It, it's part of my fuck it philosophy that I'm that I'm adopting. Fuck it, let's do it. Might as well. I like it. I know my mother does too. She's uh, <laughs> like, yeah, sure, why not? Thanks, mom. Your support means everything to me. <laughs> She's not gonna listen to this, so I don't. I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> my mom definitely will not be listening. <laughs> <laughs> right? Guys, read uh, any of my poems. You'll know. You'll know why my mom's not listening. That's. Uh huh. Yeah. So, why did you start writing? Like, 
in the beginning, like, there was the word. Why was the word? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> well, when I was just a baby poet. <laughs> um, I actually started writing poetry when I was about 17. Um, and it was when I was realizing that I was bi. And I liked a boy and a girl at the same time. And I was just processing it and trying to figure out what the hell was happening to me. And it was kind of, I mean, it was journaling, but like almost structured in a way. And it was journaling like I had never written before. That's cool. And I think because, I mean, I knew I was bi. We all know. Right, but, I yeah. was just coming we, to like terms we can with deny it. and deny and deny and deny and repress. Yeah, yeah. But we know, we know, we know. So as I was writing it, I was kind of writing in code in case someone were to read it. <laughs> and so, you nerd. Then you get like metaphors, and then suddenly you're <laughs> writing poetry. That's right. And yeah, That's so queer of you. That is so queer of you. Well oh, done. It gets gayer, honestly. <laughs> so I had written sort of just like some stupid like journal entries in my English binder. My English teacher unexpectedly collected the binder to grade. Oh no. Read it, all of it, and wrote the sweetest notes all over it. Said it was the best student poetry he had ever read told me that like he hoped I continued writing. I still have all the post-it notes he left. It was seriously like 20 post-it notes all over my work. It was so sweet. And like, I didn't know that I was writing poetry and I get all this feedback and I'm like, oh my God, this is poetry. And I thought poetry was lame. (laughs) But like, actually it can be this too. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know, man, it's, the effect that a good teacher can have mm-hmm. on a writer like i have i have two memories of an english teacher that uh <laughs> both on opposite ends of the spectrum one i got into a fight with um she disagreed on my interpretation of symbolism in a story and I was like, mm, but symbolism can mean a bunch of different things to different people. It's open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I left that class because <laughs> apparently <laughs> I was wrong. Um, <laughs> and in the next class, um, the teacher told me uh, that I would be unstoppable with with my writing, which was oh, wow. uh, something I'd never I'd never fucking heard before. Like. Well, shit. All right. Oh, that gave me chills. <laughs> right? You're like, I'll be unstoppable. Holy shit. Like, I looked him up even, like, uh, years and years later, back when I think uh, MySpace was a thing. And uh, I found him. And, of course, you know, he, he, nobody friended their, their teachers, after, you know, <laughs> on MySpace. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, he still existed. And that was cool. I kind of wish I'd uh, actually tried to stay in touch with them. Hey, Brian Duke, Oklahoma City, if you hear this at all, you were probably the best uh, English teacher I've ever had. So thank you. I appreciate it. 
Yeah. You want to shout out your teacher? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, mine was Scott Osborne. There you go. <laughs> In Louisa, Kentucky. He was amazing. Thank you, Scott Osborne. Yeah. Yeah. They made baby poets. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Are they our poetry dads? Were they our patties? They are patties. <laughs> oh, God. No. Uh, I'm going to keep it. say this because I just said his name. But, I mean, anyway. we can cut it out if you want to. <laughs> I probably will not my say it anyway. My teacher was also so hot. So, so hot. Like, too hot for a teacher. Like, of course, he changed my life. <laughs> Um, it is the I think it's it is a universal queer writer experience I think to have that kind of uh, thing to happen with an English teacher like you 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 mm-hmm. just I mean are are you queer if you didn't have a crush on your English or drama teacher at some point it's it's because they see your soul <laughs> they really do they see your soul. Oh, that's true. That they, they 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 see the little they see the rainbows just like busting out at the seams. You yeah. you were in Kentucky. I was in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's <laughs> they can see the struggle. They can see the struggle yeah. from a mile away. <laughs> so what happened after that? So you got you 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 got your English teacher, and then. Mm-hmm. Did you keep writing from then or? Yeah, I um, I started writing constantly, like constantly. Um, I think that school year I filled up like five notebooks of poetry. I, I think I still have all of them. Um, and I mean, some of that, some of that poetry from that time period is some of my favorite stuff that I've written and I've posted some of it like in the last year. I mean, I've obviously updated it and edited, edited it a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I just fully jumped into it. I loved it. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And then I wrote until sometime in the middle of college. Um, and I stopped because, <laughs> because a boy broke my heart <laughs> and I mean, same. it was all I could write about and I couldn't yeah. get over it if I was still writing about him. And I let, I let it go for like five years and that was really hard. That was like another breakup, you know? Yeah. But yeah, a necessary yeah. one. Yeah, but I, I went back that. to that one, <laughs> um, and thank God I did because, I mean, I'm in love with it all over again. Oh, so you like you really kind of started back up seriously, like writing this year, right? Like- yeah. Um. So a few years ago, maybe like a year before the pandemic, um, I wanted to get back into writing. I wasn't ready to write poetry because I didn't. I didn't know how to be in touch with my feelings anymore Mm. at that point in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was going through a lot of stuff that like, I I didn't want to address. So I turned to fiction and wrote a novel basically 
um, a novel that will never go anywhere. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. It's it's the first novel. Like sometimes, sometimes it goes somewhere. Sometimes it doesn't. But don't don't discount it yet. There's 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 rewrites to be done. There's there's other eyes to look at it. Like don't, yeah. I actually have a physical copy of it because I sent my best friend, Andrew, who you've heard about. Yeah. Um, sort of Hi, a, Andrew. A, a draft to look over and he had it printed, like had it bound and printed for me. And it's got a cute little uh-huh. like bio thing on the back and my photo and everything. It's so cute. I'll send you a picture of it later. Do. But, um, so like Do. one copy of my novel exists. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But, so you have yeah. a manuscript. You have a manuscript. That's that's pretty yeah. fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool. So that was how I started writing again. And like I just I wrote the whole thing in like two weeks. Like once I started writing again, I couldn't stop. And then over the pandemic, I started getting back into poetry. That's ah, that's really fucking cool. That's really fucking cool. A weird process, but I got back here. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't know honestly if any process that that we find ourselves in uh, as creatives is, is weird. I mean, it's 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 weird in general because creatives are weird. But I don't think mm-hmm. it's weird outside of our experiences. Um, yeah, I mean, I have. Uh, I actually I didn't really start writing poetry until. Um, fuck 10 12 years ago something like that um before then i had it was mostly uh novels um fantasy novels for the most part and um we need to yeah, see of course. It. it you want you want it, you want to see the novel it's not any good yeah. but I'll, I'll share it with you i'll share it with you it's it's okay. terrible but but i but i'll share it um <laughs> it's uh it's good for um it was good for a lot of practice. It's definitely a first novel. Um, but yeah, so I, I mostly wrote novels. Um, it took me like 10 years to write one because um, it started out as one type of thing, started out as sci-fi, and then gradually uh, changed into a type of... Um, uh, I forgot. I've forgotten what the f- genre is fucking called. Uh where it's kind of magical, but it's every day too. It's 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 kind of fantasy, kind of sci-fi. It's, you'll you'll get it. You'll get it. And my and my early and remember that so, that soap opera I mentioned. You will see the influences immediately. Please do not look de- into the deeper symbolism. <laughs> it is tragically embarrassing. <laughs> but, also, I love that this is how every. I feel like everyone has an answer like this when someone asks a writer to describe <laughs> what their work is like and you're like well it's kind of this but it's kind of that but it's also kind of this and like what's the word for it I don't know what you call it <laughs> like you're a writer you're a writer you should be able to describe your work but I think every writer I've met has been like eh kind of garbage but some days I kind of like the garbage so yeah, yeah. You're also like, well, I get it. I know what it is, but I don't know how to convey that to you. 
<laughs> we're an eloquent bunch aren't we um yeah yeah and then of course uh i started writing poetry as a way to process my my angst and heartache about this guy a horrible human being that I was into and um, I needed a way to get it out and so it's some of um, right Uh, and I was (laughs) some of my early stuff is very um very self-aware being like i know this is a terrible thing i know this is a shitty experience but i am feeling it anyway uh now you know with hindsight being being 2020 at all i can look at that and go oh the whole time i was screaming for help ah good times no seriously i'll share some of it sometime with you it's it's deeply sad. It is deeply sad poetry. Um, and then, of course, he broke my heart after I gave him basically a chat book full of my bullshit. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> I told Screw you that part. Seriously, with a red hot poker. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, he was, I will tell you the whole story, not, not in public, not in public, because that, that's something, uh, you, you, you gotta earn from me, folks. My, uh, tragic backstory is not going to be just completely unlocked here. Um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, after, after he crushed me in that regard, uh, I couldn't write anymore. Uh, it was just gone. It was all gone. Uh, and I thought basically, well, that that was my foray into poetry. That's it. I'm never writing it again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, how wrong I was. Um, yeah. I, uh, I kind of got into it uh, during the pandemic, like you, uh, as a way to process... Uh, the <laughs> implosion that that was my marriage and um, then I had a dream based on like I started picking up poetry all over and I started really getting into it beyond uh, what I had thought poetry could be uh, my, my preconceived notions of it and once I started moving beyond that um, and found some more like meditative um minimalist type poetry and uh which has now been on like pretty much my my giant reading list forever since uh and i had some really incredible and shocking dreams that made me wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and i had to write about it and i'd never had that urge before i woke up and was like fuck I have to write this down. Um, oh, that's that good shit. It was. It was. I and I was hooked from then on. From then on, I I was, I was hooked on the whole. Oh, I get you're muting when you have a drink. You're so kind. Misophonia is is no joke, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, after that, uh, I basically haven't stopped. Um, a couple of pauses here and there because <laughs> life. But. Overall, yeah, just uh, been going on and on and on and on. I'm very curious to hear, um, as you do more episodes, what people's experiences were like through the pandemic with their creativity. Ooh, that's a good point. You know, I have a, I have a... For, for, those, for those who are who are tuning in, I have this whole list of questions that's kind of just whatever. But uh, that's a good question. I'm adding it now. The questions will change as things go on, and uh, we will either get to them or we won't. But I'm 
it's going on there now. This is live. This is uh, unscripted. Fantastic. Okay. I want to know welcome. too. I want to know. I will. <laughs> yeah. I will give you more if you would like. <laughs> yes. Why not? Yes. Of course. Let's <laughs> fill it up. Different. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know how how things have changed for for writers overall during the pandemic because we've all. How did we all process it? What did it do to us? <laughs> you yeah. know, how are we processing this like collective trauma and and its ongoing effects? Well, and also, I mean, the tortured artist is like a thing for a reason because it's kind of real. And like you trap those people in their houses for like two years. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> we all we all just became Emily Dickinson and um and what happened? What happened when we were all forced to to reckon with it? To reckon with our solitude and grief. Did you watch the Dickinson show? I well for for a limited amount of time I did while I still had access to my my ex's um Apple account uh where I, I watched that show. Um and for the couple of episodes I watched, it was a good time. It was a good time. I loved it. Yeah. I was not a huge Emily Dickinson fan. Um, and now I am. And I immediately yeah. went and bought like a collection of her work. Mostly just I, because I'm a queer woman, let's be honest. Okay, so you, we say this, and I'm going to scoot to not even like two feet to my left. Yes! <laughs> Emily Dickinson collection. Special right guest on me. the pod, Emily Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she's I, with I'm us in spirit. It. She is with us in spirit. Aw. Oh. Anyway, I've got go a candle burning over here. You've got an altar somewhere. She's here. I do. I do. Yeah. She is here. She is here. Yeah, I had to change up my 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 setup here. Like I I uh, I'm a goblin in in real life, but I didn't want that to be something every every day people saw. So <laughs> I ha I over here. You see, this is all the the poetry the poetry books that I have. These are all mm -hmm. my nice tapestry that I got for free. My guitar um, that I know one chord very badly on. Uh, I'll, I'll get there. One day, I'll so fulfill my. So this is set up to make you look much cooler than you actually are. It, it is. It's set up to make me look much <laughs> cooler. It's with intention. It's with intention. It's called manifesting. It's called manifesting. This is this, this is what who I'm you're doing. becoming. <laughs> I support it. I believe in you. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Clap if you believe in fairies. So. <laughs> what i don't know what what emotion do you think you write from the most like where where does your poetry like internally where where do you feel it the most what drives you to it oh not to be dramatic but it's always negative emotions <laughs> uh it is uh, horrible we're here for the drama we're here for the drama <laughs> uh it's Don't usually lie. things that are so painful that i literally have to get them out of myself um yeah, I mean, for a long time, it was heartbreak. And mm -hmm. I mean, that's something that I still draw on. If I if I can't get myself riding, I just think about a bad heartbreak and that'll do it. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I mean, anything, anything that hurts. And that's the past year or so, I've been trying to challenge myself to write more about, you know, all of the positive things in my life because I'm so fortunate. I mean, you know, I have amazing friends. I have an amazing husband. Yeah. I'm a happy shut person. Up, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Really? <laughs> Not to brag. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Not to brag, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm thriving. <laughs> Just saying. But yeah, so mm. I, I mean, I think that's been reflected in the work I've been posting. I think I've been trying to not be such a Debbie Downer. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's always pain that makes me have to write. But it's love and hope and friendship that makes me glad I write, you know? I do, I do. They're, um, your your comment about pain. That's the direction I hope to go in. I, you know, I, I have a similar, similar issue. Um, it is easiest for me to write painful things. And, and, and I say easy, but, but I think, you know what I mean? It's not so much easy. It's more of, uh, it's, it, it cuts through the executive dysfunction, you know, <laughs> like, and mm-hmm. it, it's much harder to stay present in a good moment to remember it like negative bias is easy it sticks especially those oh, yeah. of us with with um with, with, with backgrounds and childhoods that are mm, difficult and so oh, yeah. yeah so that that negativity tends to be what 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 sticks around and it's much more difficult i found to write happy, present, appreciative type poetry. I'm, I'm trying to, but it's it's harder. It is harder for me. Uh, there's an um, an Alden Nolan poem. Uh, yeah, that uh, about pain. He wrote it about his son. And it reminded me. Uh, it's a Johnny's poem. It says, look, I've written a poem, Johnny says, and he hands it to me. And it's about his grandfather dying last summer and me in the hospital. And I want to cry. Don't you see? Because it doesn't matter if it's not very good. What matters is he knows it was me, his father, who told him. You write poems when you feel the deepest and hardest. Mm. So I messed up Wait the line a minute. A bit, Did you plan that? Anymore. Did you have that sitting there ready to read? Okay, so I did not. Okay, but it, it's in the stack. It's in the stack. It's in the stack. I have. I have Alden Allen. Um, I have a bookmarked because I liked it so much. Um, I have Sarah Eliza Johnson over here. I have uh, Nazir Kabani. Uh, I have How. You know, so Allen Ginsberg. I have um, Andrew Gibby. Like I have a whole stack over here. Um, that uh, Joseph Fazzano on Twitter. Um, he does a um, daily poetry theme and uh, I found that a, a really fun and um, 
educating exercise to find these poems with these themes that may or may not I don't want to Google it like it's my own personal challenge I don't if you want to Google you know like poems with such and such themes go to Poetry Foundation or Poetry.org or whatever and find poems with those themes cool go for it do it but my own personal challenge is to find something in the collections that I already have Mm -hmm. uh, that apply to the themes that he has and I've had a great time doing that. Uh, everybody follow him on Twitter, Joseph Fazano, uh, at Joseph Fazano. It's 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 exactly how it sounds. Typical span- spelling of Joseph. And yeah, he has a new book out that I need to buy when I have more money and added to the list of everything else I need to buy. But um, yeah, it's 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 a fun time, and everybody just contributes. Everybody contributes to this thread of of poetry, and it's one of the most satisfying things that I get to do in the morning. Um, like I, I get up, and it's one of the first things I check into after all the other BS. <laughs> you know, I check into the poetry thread, see if I can find something that applies, and I get to just read this wide variety of what other people think apply to this particular theme. It, it, it's a good time. It's a good time. I highly suggest you take part into it. Twitter. Oh boy. Mm. We can talk about the death of Twitter if you want to. Um, I'm a little. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, the reason I that I brought up the book. I wasn't trying to tease you. I just it was funny because you know we've sat and talked like this a couple of times now privately, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you in the past have just had a poem ready to, <laughs> that like went with what we were talking about, and I'm like, how? Um. It's so impressive. I'm, oh, see, because I was going to say I have a problem. <laughs> you no, think it's impressive, cool. and I say that I, I have an issue. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad my my obsessive tendencies um, are proving fruitful <laughs> for a podcast and a friendship. You're also really Yay. good at just like pulling out like ancient pop culture references from things I've forgotten about forever. And you're like, remember this thing from 1997? And I'm like, no, why do you remember that? Um, it's the tism, friend. <laughs> I make wild, wild, uh, um, fucking intuitive leaps and shit. You should, oh, you should hear my kid. He, the shit he comes up with, the way he jumps from one thing to another, fucking wild fucking wild keeping up with him that's an exercise like okay yeah sure yep yep and then we're on to the next wild leap where one thing connected to a thousand different other things it's fascinating he's, he needs he's his own so podcast <laughs> you know what give him time <laughs> give him time kids a riot i'll teach him everything I'll be i know his first guest yes you will oh we'll make it like a family <laughs> tradition <laughs> And he will teach us all Japanese, which is what we're doing now. Oh, this kid. Fucking Japanese. Why? I don't know. But he loves it. And he's so goddamn proud of himself. Yeah, I'm there for it. Let's do it. And so, of course, I am also learning Japanese. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. He uh, like when I was um, young, junior high, um, Japanese was my first like 
language hyper focus. So uh, I've gone through many, many now. Uh, I did I did French for a little bit. Uh, I I did German for a little bit. Um, I did Welsh for the longest. Um, I did Arabic for a little bit. Uh, I want to do Russian. That one's proving hard. Um, and so yeah. wait, how many languages do you actually speak? Okay, no, I only I'm only fluent in in shitty English. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know bits and pieces of a bunch of different things. Was it uh, jack of all trades, master of none? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know bits and pieces of, of different languages. Okay, do you have anywhere, like, if you went to that country, you could get by if you needed to? Um, Welsh. Okay. I could probably, I could, I, I, I am not, yeah, yeah, I'm fair, fair in Welsh. Uh, it takes me, it'd take me a little bit, but I, I, I could get there, yeah. That's really specific. Uh, Wait, are, well, there, are you guys Welsh? Um, ish. Um, okay. I well, I have definitely um, European background, uh, primarily uh, in it, in the Cumbric region and also in in, in England. Um, so it kind that kind of merged. If you want to go back, like it's kind of brythonic, but like it. <laughs> The map says England, but it's kind of north, and so you're going further, like into you know, closer to Wales, and it's a whole, mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. I, um, my maternal grandmother, her last name uh, was Ellis, and that has many. <laughs> Like Ellis was one of the the first pe- like people to come over, you know, and in, in, you know, through Ellis Island, <laughs> and uh, so I've I've actually found like this great 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 whatever the fuck, uh, her name who you know I'm related to who came through like she's on the the fucking passenger list of uh, coming into America, um, back when I paid for that shit, um, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, like I, wow. I started, it, it was part of a whole, okay, shit. All right. So I went through this whole process of being like, I have no identity. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about my family. Like none, zero. We're the black sheep. Um, we've got no one. It's just, you know, my mother, my kid and me. So like, you know, who the fuck, who the fuck are we? And um, so I started doing some minor research and um, I wanted to give myself a foundation in something. And so I started looking into the, the culture of my ancestors and trying to connect with something and to have an, have an idea to give myself a foundation to go forward in. And um, I, I settled on Welsh. I'd love to learn other ones too, like uh, Cornish. I want to, oh, and I really want to learn Gaelic and like, it's a whole thing, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I was curious because you had sent me that graphic novel that you're working on. Yes. And there was yes. Welsh in that. Yes. Um, that is a bastardization um, of, <laughs> well, it is like uh, part of the reason why I've stalled on it is that um, I have no time, <laughs> but, but um, I kind of started questioning whether or not I was doing something wrong by taking these stories and making them 
into what I needed them for. And so I kind of stalled on the, like in between like the ethics of, of what I was doing, even though I really like the story, it's all plotted out. Um, I know exactly where it's going and the symbolism and I know everything that, that needs to happen and when. And, uh, but I started questioning that. And so I stalled out a little bit and I'll get back to it. I love the characters. Um, yeah, so it's okay. A, it's a, I it's am invested in this now because <laughs> I've read what you have so far and I need the rest. And if you don't finish it, I'll be very upset. Oh, so now we're putting social pressure on me, peer pressure, peer pressure. Yeah, it might be necessary. All right, all right, okay. So part of this whole thing has changed the way I do my daily stuff, and I'm, I'm hitting a couple of weird like speed bumps and changing my my daily routine but i'm trying to free up my nights so that i can edit uh record and do other personal projects like learn more than one shitty chord and um (laughs) (laughs) actually get some writing in because during the day um it's i'm on you know i'm on parent call you know it's it's constant you know that's it's just what you do so there's not a lot of time to like delve into and get into that like flow space where like you know i I, the inspiration flows through me uh which is a shitty segue that i'm going to go into what do you think inspiration is like what is it is it it just trauma is it um is it an energy like an outside energy outside of us is it something internal is it of us or comes to us Mm. i think it's internal um i think i think maybe sometimes we have more control over it than we realize I think maybe maybe sometimes it's a way to force us to like process something or notice something we weren't paying attention to, but we okay. knew it was there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Is <laughs> You can tell I haven't done a lot of like Obviously, this is not. Obviously, this is my first podcast because I, I'm not describing this my first very well. One too. It's all right. It's all right. It's inspiration. Like, how do you describe inspiration? That's so difficult. Well, so like, yeah, we we're talking that's the about the best I can do. I think that's that's all right. Like, so I don't this think concept. it's an external thing. I definitely think it's an internal thing. Yeah, I I'm not and sure. Maybe it's different for everyone. Honestly, ooh, that's a good point. Well, I mean, it's part of the it's part of the my question list. So, uh, yeah, I want to know what 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 other people think. What is inspiration? Now, in um, in some uh, Celtic, and I'm using that broadly. Don't come at me. Some Celtic, and it's for the general audience, not not you, Katrina. Like, <laughs> like there's this, there's this this idea that um, Alwyn is something that um, Alwyn inspiration, and I'm not even going to try the Irish Gaelic because I haven't studied it. So anyone else wants to put that forth into a recording and um learn me a thing cool we can do that um but it's it's something that it can be achieved through like it's kind of like a a god given or um a, a state that can be achieved um alwyn is can be translated as breath which is an interesting mm. concept i think like breath light spirit um yeah 
So I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like for me personally, it's not always even consistent because, you know, I mentioned that a lot of the time it's when I, I find inspiration when I'm feeling so much pain that I have to get it out in some way. Mm-hmm. But there are also so many times when I'm literally just in the shower <laughs> and I just get these ideas that I have to write down. And where does that come from? Right. I, so I wasn't, you know, thinking about anything deep. It just comes to me in the shower. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that so there are these random me. moments. Yeah, that the same thing will happen to me um, going to bed. Like I'll lay down and um, I've been trying this new thing where I don't have the TV on. I know I'm a very good adult. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm winning this. I'm doing so well. So I'll be lying in the dark, in the quiet, and words will come to me. And I am, which I make that sound way more mystical and important than it really is, but words will pop into my head and they will run and I'll have to write them down. They won't leave me alone. And fuck. <laughs> like, well, I guess I guess I've got another hour or so of writing. Okay, write, write, write. Thank you, notes app. Two, 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 two. Put it away. Good. All right. I'm gonna go the fuck to bed now. Lay there. Next goddamn stanza. Pull <laughs> out my notes app again and go for it. Um, and sometimes it's really good, and sometimes it just ends up being, you know trite shit that I need to just add to the well someday I may or may not make use of of these of these lines but it's weird did you read the poem did you read the poem I posted oh god it was months ago it's very possible that you didn't see it I honestly hope no one saw it (laughs) but I, I posted it because it was funny because I I woke up in the middle of the night and thought I had this genius idea, okay, for a poem. And I wrote it down. And I woke up the next morning and I had written a country song. (laughs) Okay. It was Um, so cheesy. Pull it up. I want it. Pull it up. Pull it up. I want to hear it. Pull it up. Pull it up. Oh my God. (laughs) You can't tell me that you wrote a country song. Well, and I kind of like repeated parts of it to make like a chorus. I was like, why not just take it all the way there? <laughs> Lean into it. Lean into the cringe. Lean into it. Make it your own. Hang on, I'm looking for it. Mm-hmm. No. Shit, what was it called? <laughs> we can cut this out. Give me a minute. <laughs> I told you to do your homework. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't think I was going to have to read the most embarrassing thing I'd ever written. Oh my God. Well, now you know. And anybody else, anybody else out there thinking, I'm going to subject you to the same shit. You better bring your embarrassing poetry, your best poetry, your mediocre poetry. Bring it. Bring it. Let's hear it. I'm only doing this for you. You're lucky I like you. (laughs) I win. Okay. Oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. (laughs) Remember that English teacher I mentioned? I really hope he's not listening because this is not a reflection of him. Okay. This is not a reflection of what he taught me. (laughs) He's going to retroactively give you a D. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, by the way, he's like, I'm, 
I got my final grade in that class was literally like 135%. Like it was over 100%. That's how much of a nerd I am. Okay, if anyway. Come back, that Katrina, I, I take back all of those post it notes. Just oh no. My God. I already have them. No one knows where they are. They're mine. Okay? He said it. It's fact. Okay, I'm going to read it now, I guess. <laughs> this is a fixed point in time. All right, go for it. Do it! Do okay. it. Do First it. First of all, can I just say, I'm sober right now. Yeah. <laughs> you are not. Yeah, you are. do this sober. I am not. I am not. Okay. All right, here we go. So well, I offered you. I offered you. You're, you're the one who decided to be a teetotaler. <laughs> I thought coffee and water were a better idea for some reason. Okay, so it's called High. <laughs> and it says, I won't pretend it wasn't fun. No, that would be a lie. The thrill of the chase amplified. Oh, we were so high. Flying. Too young to know how much it hurts when you come down. And even when we did, we convinced ourselves it was worth it. Flying was worth a little hurting. Who cares about the crash when you look like that? And I'm too far in to ever turn back. I've still got the scars from when you said to hell with the consequences. Always here to remind me I let down my defenses. I don't get high anymore. Don't tell lies anymore. No more whispering secrets behind closed doors. The rush wasn't worth it. My heart is still hurting. I don't get high anymore. These days, it's black and white. Color costs too much. They say we shined too bright, too hot to the, too hot to the touch. I know it burned in my veins, lit my soul on fire. They called us junkies, but we were live wires. I don't get high anymore. Don't tell lies anymore. No more whispering secrets behind closed doors. The rush was so worth it. My heart is still hurting. I don't get high anymore. Okay, so you shouldn't be embarrassed by that because that was a fucking delight. That's good. <laughs> it's good. You're 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 too harsh, too harsh of Let's a critic. Let's get some guitar behind it. Okay, when once when you I've learn another beyond, chord, once I learn, once I have two chords, two chords, we will <laughs> we'll, we'll record we'll record something um something that I don't have to pay for for the music for this podcast. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night, thought that was a genius idea, woke up the next morning, didn't remember what it was. I just remembered that I had had an idea in the middle of the night and I opened it and I was like, what the hell is this? Who do I think I am? <laughs> well, see, but it's out. It's something different. It's out of your usual range. And I think it really I don't know, is. I think, yeah. I think that's important, though. I think that's good. And I think what you have is good. Um and yeah, I did post it because I thought it was funny. I thought it was different. I thought everyone else could get a laugh out of it. They did not. <laughs> what what was the what was the reaction overall on uh on the piece? Uh crickets. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, nobody said anything. Um, that figures. And I thought other that people figures. would be like, haha, so funny, or like make a joke about how I should be a country singer. No, um, no one said anything. It got, <laughs> you know, a respectable amount of likes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll store well, that one with my good. novel on my shelf. Oh uh, well, yeah. You put put it as like a as a <laughs> as an author note in 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 the <laughs> in the back if they remember. Listen, I was thinking earlier. You need to, as part of your Patreon thing, you need yeah. to have like outtakes for people. Ooh, that's a good this idea. Been great for that. 
That's a good idea. Pay for the outtakes, right. guys. I'll put, I'll put that in. I'll put that in. I'll put that in. Because um, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Um, I really... See... I really wanted to do like a zine <laughs> and I'm still going to do it. I'm going to do it. Whether I get people to, um, because part of the whole money of it was so that I could pay to give people physical copies of the zine. Mm-hmm. Um, if that doesn't happen, I'll, I'll just do digital. I'll just do a digital zine and you know, that's fine. But I really thought in like a physical copy, kind of like a, like a yearbook sort of thing. Like this is what we did. This is what we did during the year. Um, I think that's really cool. Thank you. I thought, I thought it was, yeah, this is my brand new project. I thought it was kind of cute. So yeah. Uh, you know, what's funny. I'm not even drinking whiskey. <laughs> what are you drinking? I didn't even ask. No, it's okay. I I, I wasn't actually going to talk about it, but I think it's really funny that for the inaugural episode, I'm not drinking whiskey. Like I'm actually drinking <laughs> wine. I'm I decided to pick up and try this new wine that I'm not going to have an ad for, but I'm going to show you on the screen that nobody else is going to get to see. Like, Thick can you read vine. that? Yeah, like. It's some sort of, it's supposed to have less sugar. And normally I'm not like one of those give a shit, but, um, I wanted to see if maybe, <laughs> maybe it did help with, with no sulfites. And if I felt better and it had less sugar and maybe well, I, would and I think you're trying to less- look like that guy on the bottle. Oh, am I? Oh, well, you know what? Um, I wouldn't say no, uh, folks. It's a, it's, a, it's a dude like running with like a glass of wine and a bunch of grapes. <laughs> but yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'd take that. I'd take that. Uh, yeah, it'd be fun. But it's okay that you're not drinking whiskey because I'm not even (laughs) drinking alcohol. (laughs) That's true. Like I'm your first guest. Yeah. Well, I mean, this that's true. This whole thing started by me like dicking around on Twitter, you know, getting drunk (laughs) and live reacting to the poetry books that I'd bought. And I had a therapist who was like, hey, you know, that would make a good podcast. And I was like, no. No, it's just me dicking around on Twitter. I'm not doing anything. And then Wait, later we're giving, on, we're giving shout outs to our English teachers. You should be giving a shout out to your therapist. I should give a shout out through to my therapist. Uh, She's responsible for this. her last name, though. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Jennifer, Jennifer, if you are hearing me, this is all because of you and me but mostly you i wouldn't have done this if you hadn't put that little brain worm in into me that this was something that i could actually do so hey you you inspired my fuck it era and uh you should get partial credit thanks jennifer thanks jennifer (laughs) my mom's name is jennifer and i'm really amused by your therapist being named jennifer (laughs) oh so let's see if we can tackle any more of these questions. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't. Let's not. Let's not turn this into a shit talking podcast. We can start uh, that we, one another time, right? <laughs> in a year, in a year, we'll come back and ooh, we should really do that. Okay, so this whole I, I've I've committed to doing this a year, right? At at minimum a year, mm-hmm. and if it. If it picks up any, if it can actually, like, pick up steam, get guests, I can have a good routine with it, um, then, then, 
um, I will continue it on. But minimum, minimum, this project has about a year lifeline. And if we can move beyond, my next, my next goal is for three years. And if we can do a three-year, you know, time frame, that that'd be great. Um, but mm-hmm. first goal, one year. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, in a year from now. At the end of 2023, when I'm recording a month ahead of time, if I'm still only doing two two shows a month, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yay! I'll come back. <laughs> You'll yeah. Well, I mean, I'll come back you, you, every year. <laughs> you might you might end up having to come back more than once. Like <laughs> if I can get people. I'll be every other episode. Every other. Well, because you know, 10 o'clock is very late. Um. And I know not everybody has has my same sort of uh, erratic sleep schedule, <laughs> and so mm. you just need a and lot of West Coast people. Yeah. Well, in theory, in theory, uh, mostly. What's funny is most of the people I've talked to are East Coast. Like it's the vibe, man. That's what it is. is it? Yeah, you probably I'll, just I'll mesh take it. with. I'll take it. East Coasters better. You know what? Mm, yeah, I can. I can see I that. I think everyone I have like personally connected with, like in the Instagram poetry community, has been from the East Coast as well. Mm. Oh, so that's another interesting thing. So Instagram has such its own culture of of oh, yeah. poetry. Like it's so I, I flip flop back and forth of like the writing and poetry between um, Instagram and uh, Twitter, and. I mean, it's not like I'm big on on either platform, but um, I'm observing, and that it's been very interesting, like the different expectations and writing styles that really, really get mm, pushed into the algorithms, or like get get out there on there. It's it's, and the ages are also quite diverse between the two. Instagram tends to be on the younger side, whereas yeah. whereas I've noticed on Twitter tends to be closer to my actual peer range <laughs> in your your late thirties and 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 over, and um, just it, it, interesting, interesting. I, don't, I, I don't never think really got like into the. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, it's um, I never really got into the Twitter poetry scene, like, at all. I don't think I ever did. I mostly stuck with, like, comedy and, like, personal, like, friends that I knew in real life. I didn't use Mm -hmm, Twitter mm -hmm. quite as much. Um, But, yeah, I feel like at least my Instagram audience is quite young. Mm. Um, I think the last time I looked at my stats, I think, like, my highest demographic was like what's the what's the age grouping like 18 to 24 year old females yeah i don't i don't even remember like i I don't remember what the the groups are called younger than me can't drink yet like yeah very young yeah i get a lot of teenagers and i'm like what am i writing about that appeals to teenagers but i guess i mean feelings are universal yeah i was gonna say i i think it's more you know that that's part of poetry that's part of poetry um whether it's 
on Instagram or whether it's someone who's published or not. Um, poetry is is feeling first and for- like it's if you can connect to it, you connect to it, and I, mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's the point. I was really hesitant to post recent like modern um love poems because i'm married i've been married for six years now and the rag (laughs) that's not that's not cool or relatable to anyone and i'm like who wants to hear that like i'm happy and in love nobody wants to hear that (laughs) like they want to hear about like my horrible ex or like tragic relationships um but when i did i got a really positive response and i think that some of it is you know people just like to hear about love and happiness but also i think it gives people hope in a way if they're if they don't have that it gives them hope that like it's a thing that does exist especially for someone like me who i i've very clearly if you've read any of my stuff i've been through a lot of shit yeah and if you're in the middle of that shit it's hard to imagine that that kind of happiness is possible for you yeah but it is uh i can i personally can can relate to that like it's mm, to, to to know that it actually exists is it's a difficult thing to parse yeah I I don't know. I don't talk about my relationship a ton because it sounds braggy. But, <laughs> but so I I always like to take the opportunity when I can to like tell people if you want a relationship, like a good, healthy, happy relationship, you can have it. It is out there. It's possible. Do not settle. If you don't hmm. think anything, if you take nothing else from this episode, do not settle. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. You know, if you can take anything from it, fuck it. Don't settle. Go for what you yeah. want. Do it. Do it anyway. Adopt the you deserve fuck it the mantra. Best. Yeah. We um <laughs> I have another friend. Did you remember you remember that poem I wrote that hope poem? Um, the the mm. one with the amphora. Oh, I don't remember. Silence. That's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I've anyway. obviously read all of them, but there's been so many at this point. You didn't remember my country song, okay? Okay, that's pretty that memorable. Oh well, okay, fair, fair, totally fair. Anyway, so I had this idea where I was like, man, hope sucks, right? Um, Because it just sets you up. That was my whole idea of it. It just sets you up for shit to fail and hope. And I I thought about this. I was like, okay, I'm going to be really clever. I'm going to be so clever. And I'm going to look into the whole idea behind... (laughs) <laughs> the whole idea behind Persephone, right? Is I'm saying that right? Is it Persephone? Oh, God. I think so. No, Pandora. Good Lord. It's Pandora. Oh. So this whole idea. Fuck. <laughs> Seventh grade mythology failed me. So, um, <laughs> so Pandora, that Pandora, uh, that hope was actually one of the evils inside the jar. Like I was looking through. I do remember this. Okay. I okay. do remember this. So I was going through and looking up um, source um, source material on it to see what 
the tales from what we had gathered historically actually said about this. And of course, it's not a, it's, you know, not Pandora's box. It's actually more like a jar um, closer to like an amphora. And um, I kind of I kind of ran with that. And so my idea was going to be like a call out of it. Like, man, fuck hope. Hope is nothing. Hope is actually one of the goddamn evils. And by the time I had finished looking through uh, these these stories and 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 what had been gathered, I didn't have like do like your classical research, but you know the internet version of research mm-hmm. and Google. <laughs> you know I can't cite my sources <laughs> or nothing. Um, <laughs> but by the time I got through with it, um, basically I was wrong, really, really wrong, and it ended up being that. Uh, hope was was a thing and it was supposed to be a good thing so by the poem kind of goes through my process of it uh symbolically like where this this poem was going to be something else this started out differently and by the time i get to the end it was like you will have hope you are the jar hope lives within you and whether you want it to or not, you have hope. Become jar. And um, <laughs> I have another. I have another long distance friend. Um, uh, you, Bridget, that uh, I showed you uh, her art. By the mm-hmm, way, yeah, yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal fucking artist and hilarious person. Great friend. And she was like, that should be a shirt. Um, eat hope, become jar. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, that's your new merch for your show. Eat hope, become jar. I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's do it. I'll, I'll we need some merch. On- Make it happen. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure what kind of merch to do yet. Um, maybe, maybe if this gets going in, uh, if it goes over a year. And if there's actual some traction, you know, I, I can do some merch, but we'll see. We'll see. But I kind of want to make that shirt and like, uh, like bleach prints. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. We'll, give me time. Um, it'll be, it'll be project, project and a half. Uh, so, but like, all right. The, who do you write for? Like, when you're writing, do you do you think of an audience? Are you writing for yourself? Are you writing to yourself? Like what? Where do you point? Okay, um, I I have sort of an unfinished poem about this actually. Ooh. Maybe that will come out eventually. Um, but in that poem, I kind of talk about how all of my poetry is addressed to this sort of anonymous vague I'm using air quotes you <laughs> the poetic and you and I say that I'm not a poet I'm just a coward mm. and I'm just <laughs> you know I don't have line. yeah <laughs> um, I these are just things that I'm not saying to people's faces and if you read my poems oh. like I would say probably 75% of them are addressed to a you yeah. And it often is someone specific. And sometimes it's just things I need to get off of my chest. Mm-hmm. Um, things I never said. Sometimes it's something I'm writing for a younger version of me or a version mm. of me that is in a different headspace. Like sometimes I'm writing for sad me when I'm not sad so yeah. that I can look Aww. back at that. Um, 
And like today, actually, I posted a poem today called Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the time this comes out, I mean that it will be weeks old. But yeah, go back this and is, find oh, it, guys. Happy New Year! Because this comes out in January. So right now it is before Christmas, but this is going to come out in January. So Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> happy New Year! Um, but the so the poem that I posted today called Tuesday was me saying, "I see you. I see you struggling." And I want you to stay here. And that one was for someone specific, someone on the internet. If you think it was for you or about you, it probably was. And if you're wrong, it's okay. It can still be for you and about you. (laughs) Um, So yeah, sometimes it's just things that I feel like I always have an audience in mind. It's never for a general audience. I feel like it's mostly for someone specific. That's interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. Do you are you are you aiming to be published? Is it something that you want in your life? Is it a goal, even a far off goal? Um, I'm I'm unsettled on on the whole idea myself, so I'm not entirely sure. But what are you, is that something you want out of your life? Do you want to have like a poetic career? I. I mean, I guess I kind of feel the same way. Um, For a long time, I said, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A a big part of that is totally imposter syndrome. Like, I think I'm not a poet. Like, why do I deserve to be published? Um, Look look at all the assholes on the internet getting fucking... I know, I've read some really bad poetry books. (laughs) I'm just gonna say it. We're not, we're not, okay, yeah, it would be the same, but like, (laughs) mm, mm -hmm. um, but no, no names. I don't know. I mean, since I started posting on Instagram and connecting with people and getting such good feedback, like so many people, I get DMs from these young girls who are like, you know, you're putting into words these things that I'm feeling and didn't know how to express, and that that means so much. And I know that when I was that age, that, I mean, I was in that same position. I was watching these poets, and they, I mean, Andrea Gibson was like, watching Andrea Gibson speak and perform poetry about loving women, when I was discovering that I loved women, like, that was huge for me. And the idea that I could be that for someone, I mean, I mean that would be nice. <laughs> I, if I could contribute any good into the world, I would love to do that. And if I could help other people in any way, I would love to do that. Um, and I mean, I love writing. Obviously, I think all of us on some level would love to be able to at least partially financially support ourselves with our art. Mm. Um, mm. but I don't know whether I Wouldn't will eventually nice? try to do that. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And even if I do, I mean, do I want to seek traditional publishing? Do I want right. to self-publish? How do I want to do it? I I don't know. I'm sort of I'm playing around with the idea. I'm mm-hmm. in the very, very early stages of sort of getting a collection together and mm. seeing like what that would even look like, you know? Yeah. It's not a process that I've ever even really looked into. It's, it's, yeah. there's a learning curve there for sure. 
Um, but for now, like for the foreseeable future, I'm satisfied with just posting online. I Give get it to that. the people for free. <laughs> <laughs> free the poem. <laughs> but also, like, I'm kind of poor, so. <laughs> right? Same. Like, it would be nice. It would, it, would, it would be nice if I could support myself with the artistic endeavors. But if it's something that becomes, like, a job... Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, can I even? Will I be even be able to do it? Like, will the it's pressure a huge of it? Commitment. Right. Will the pressure of it just you know buckle me under? Um. So yeah, like, uh, and I don't, man. The concept of like submitting fucking manuscripts and writing cover letters and finding an agent, I'm like. <laughs> No, fuck it. I'll just continue posting online and, you know, talking into the void. Um, cause it's one I, thing to put man. your poetry fuck online man. for just like people on the internet to like and share. It's yeah. a completely different thing for people in like the publishing industry to tell you you suck. and then rejection is part of the process embrace rejection fuck man embrace rejection okay cool cool I mean it's I'm not saying it's not valid advice it is um fuck (laughs) Mm. I don't don't know Um, and also you know we talked about how I only recently added my name and picture to my profile. Yep, 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 and yep, yep. that was terrifying to me. And if I were to ever publish, you know, that's... I mean, so many more people would be connecting my name to my work. And that's really intimidating. But it, like, why? Why is that intimidating for you? That your name, like, people are going to know on a larger scale that it's yours. Like, it's so vulnerable. I, I mean, mm-hmm. and I worry about that now, even moving forward with my Instagram page. Like, am I now going to start censoring myself? Mm. Am I going to be as open as I have been in the past when I was just an anonymous profile, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I was pouring my heart out for strangers. And now <laughs> I have to do that same thing and they know exactly who's doing it. That's true. That's true. You are connecting now on a, but the possibility of increased depth of connection. Mm-hmm. Now you're a real person, quote unquote. Like it's. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, I think it's going to have as far as the instagram being truly on there as as yourself for yourself i think it'll be better for you in the long run and if you pursue publishing at any point you have uh, a portfolio more or less Mm -hmm. what do you think do you think like honestly do you think i could publish a book yes Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, I I think you could, and I fully support that. And if you are wanting, um, like we trade, uh, we we back and forth, we're connected on um, 
uh, fuck it, Google Docs. So we we trade, you know, shit back and forth, uh, getting each other's yeah. ideas and, and criticisms back and forth. Um, uh, I'd be in it. Like, I'll be there. If you want feedback on shit, you know? Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, you will totally be... If I ever get published, you're totally getting, like, a note in there somewhere. Oh. Like, some sort of credit. That's, For sure. That's not necessary, but entirely appreciated. Thank you. And same. Like, I'm not... I'm like, ugh, I'm not gonna, like... I'm, I'm actively saying that I'm not going to pursue publishing myself for a very long time unless something drastically changes in my brain chemistry. But, um... Yeah, like... If, if, if I get something done, you're definitely gonna be in the notes. Absolutely. Oh. Fuck a... Yep. Absolutely. Guys, you're listening to us fall in love right now, like in real time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we really do though. Like we like we send each other our poems that no one else has read before, and it's it's been so helpful. I've never really yep. had like an unbiased opinion. I've never had anyone. I've never. It's been really nice having someone to give feedback and like. The first, I remember the first poem I sent you. You were very direct with your feedback. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, so it's going to be like this. Okay, I see. Like, I thought you were just going to be like, oh, that's really cute or whatever. No, no, no. And I was no. like, oh, this person is ripping me to shreds right now. That's what's happening. <laughs> you you um, did not tell me. You did not tell me. <laughs> That that is how it made you feel. But that was good for me. And like now it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> good. Because I don't I, mean it I mean, in I any way. I mean, I wasn't used to criticism in any way because I don't share those things with people. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. it's been it's been really valuable. I really appreciate oh. it. You know what? Um, it sounds like derivative to say the same thing, but it's true. Like I... I I share my stuff with two people, two, before I actually put it out there. It's you and Bridget. And I am the value... ghost of Emily Dickinson, who is always with us. And the ghost of Emily Dickinson, who is always with us. Yes, yes. <laughs> Emily. <Call back>. Emily. Coming <laughs> <laughs> out for Miss Emily. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, with, with two people, I share. Um, and your guys' opinions form, and I shit you not, like, everything. <laughs> like, I... Yeah, yeah. I, I take it, and I don't. Sometimes, and this isn't a reflection on you. It's 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 totally on me. It's not a reflection on 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 Bridget either. But you know, it'll take me like an ego second to be like, mm, well, okay, well, I get. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, after like you know what? No, like it's not. I know that's not where it's coming from. So taking that in and 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 applying it yeah yeah it's so necessary too like it is it is i can't believe i went so long just like living with my own ego thinking that i was perfect all the time (laughs) (laughs) i mean obviously i didn't really think that but but it really is nice to get that outside feedback you know i think it actually in the long run ends up building confidence because you know it gives you 
it gives you a different yardstick because it, it, getting out of your head for for that shit to be like mm-hmm. you know it, is this a piece of shit or you know uh some of the ones that i've been like uh this isn't that great you've come back and been like oh my god and i'm like really uh, uh, <laughs> all right yay okay um, anytime i really <laughs> like something you seem so surprised <laughs> well i because i am because i am um <laughs> i'm just like i i uh i go in my base level for it is that um everything i write is shit and that that's that's trauma baby like <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. yep. that's 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 people who have been like i don't get it or what or mm, okay thanks or famously well everyone's like its own little world fuck you fuck you fuck you <laughs> um so <laughs> So, um, I don't have a whole lot of like mm, confidence with 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 what I write. So when you do come back and be like, "Hey, I really like this," I'm like, "Really? What did I do? <laughs> like, what was good?" I will read it and reread it and reread it, trying to hear it outside of myself. Like it's, yeah. Mm. And then I put it away I feel because like I, you know. When I give positive feedback, I'm less specific. But maybe I need to be more specific about what I like. Would that be more helpful to you? What y'all can't see is that I can literally feel my face heating up because the concept of having direct and clear positive feedback is low-key terrifying. <laughs> um <laughs> that's not okay. Um, I don't know how to answer your question. Okay. Because it's not something that I've been given. So I do not have a point of reference to say, yes, that would be helpful or no. Um, the only thing I can actually tell you is I hate the word cute. Okay. Hate it. Hate it. Um, and I will explain to you off audio why I hate cute but (laughs) it's not you it's a long standing issue with this word but um, that is good to know though (laughs) I wasn't going to bring it up publicly but here we are so there we go (laughs) I'm hot now because we're talking about intimate things right right? same I'm like I'm I'm very pink and warm and I'm like should I take off my panel um so I'm going to ask, have you, because it's, it's uh, they're deeply embarrassing and deeply gratifying as only the way these things can be. But um, have you, have you ever written anything for, for your programs, for your shows within your fandoms? Have you written fandom poetry? No, maybe I should. Oh, you should. Interesting. I've done. I've done two. I've done two poems. Uh, I will show them to you. I'm not going to do it out publicly what they are, but I've done two poems. Oh, I'm within so excited my current, for <laughs> Within my within my uh, fandom obsession, yeah, my my particular uh, special interest at the moment. Um, oh, I'm. I am 
so ill. <laughs> I am unwell, friend, but um, I've done two <laughs> poems and I'm actually really proud of them. And the funny thing is, is one of the poems, but uh, one of them was so popular among like because I'm on Tumblr, because of course I'm on fucking Tumblr. So it was popular on Tumblr and was popular within a couple of, you know, a couple of my other friends that I had shown it to. And for a while, it was like the only one that people would reblog or comment on. And I'm like, holy shit, is this the pinnacle of like my writing? This, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a good poem. I am proud of that poem, but you're telling me the thing that gets people like, like looking that at all the thing is, you're known for. Is this, is this, is this fucking poem? Like, fuck man. It's of course it would be about this show. God damn. But, <laughs> It's a good poem, though, and what makes it what makes it good, the fact that I even I can even call it good, is that uh, because I relate to this character so hard, it's 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 <laughs> it's deeply oh, troubling. I think I know what this is. You 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 do know what this is. We have talked okay, about okay. we have talked about uh, my, this is not surprising at all. <laughs> No, it's not. It's really not. Um, it's it's. Oh, and I, I won't be telling y'all. I won't be telling the public why. I'm why sorry, guys. So, no. Um, you know what? You you want to know? Maybe I can put it in like a Patreon unlock special perk. <laughs> Find out how deeply messed up I am for the top tier nine fucking dollars. There you go. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll show them to you. Um, but yeah, because I relate to this character so hard, which is why it ends up being so good. And I'm not having an attack. There's a small gnat in my face. <laughs> that uh, that's just... that's Emily Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Emily, please, Cheers Emily. please give us some space. <laughs> it's personal space, Emily. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> what are your socials? Give it. Oh, of course, I'll okay. put it in the notes. Um, so right now I'm exclusively posting on Instagram and it's at a.closet.poet. And don't worry, I'll be putting it all in the notes if y'all have auditory things like me. So I'll put everything in the notes. Uh, anything else? Oh, yeah. I We had talked about maybe like talking about um, like books that we had read recently. Yes. I actually have a couple that oh, I wanted to yeah. mention. Okay, because especially since, you know, I mean, it's December for us. It'll be January when you guys listen to this. Yep. But these are two that I read this year that I really, really loved. And one... And uh, send, me, you get send, me the info. Get, yeah. send me the info so that I can I can put it all in the notes so that okay. they get the... they get Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. I will for sure, because definitely go buy both of these. Seriously. Um, so the first one was Please Come Off Book by Kevin Cantor. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that! And you cover. see, I put flags in my books. I have thoroughly read these things. Like I there see. is highlighting in them. Yeah, this book was incredible. Um, if you are a queer person, you're gonna love this book. If you were a theater kid, you're gonna love this book. I mean, anyone really. It's so good. 
Someone's yeah. identifying with this. <laughs> um, Who, me? I like that they, I think they use they, them pronouns. I'm not positive, okay. but I think so. Okay. Um, they explore so many different structures, like visually, like their poems are in so many different styles. A lot of them are written like scripts, like a stage script, because that's kind of their thing. It's so interesting. And it really just, especially if you're a writer and you're like in a rut or something, this will break you out of it. There's so good. Highly recommend. And then the second one is Gold That Frames the Mirror by Brandon Melendez. Hmm. This one is also full of flags. I believe he is Mexican. Um, and his poetry kind of explores his family, his culture. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a poem in here about, yeah, shouts to the scene kids. So if you were a former <laughs> scene kid or emo kid, oh, this guy sees you. And I was. I totally was. And yeah, this one, this was another good read this year. Another one I recommend. Um, I actually got to open an early Christmas present today. You better show me. And Caleb, my husband that I keep freaking bragging about because he's so great. (laughs) He taught me the best of right bloody anthology. Ooh, look I at that. I am so excited for this. Isn't that the box? Is that the box that you showed? There was a... No. On, I don't know. That was from Button Poetry. That was Button, that was button Poetry. Yep, which means right, there's more right. poetry under the tree that I do not have access to yet, but it's there and I <laughs> how are you? How are you surviving that? Because I think I would... Uh, I, I would cheat. <sighs> <laughs> there, I, I, mean, I can see books. I it open like we're in the 1800s, right? Like, I'm gonna check. <laughs> I can see things wrapped under there. There are obviously <laughs> books. And I want them. But, um, <laughs> so, obviously, uh, Right Bloody has a ton of amazing poets. They have some of my favorites. Um, and this is sort of a... I mean... It's every single one of their authors, I think. In chronological order of their publications, their books, one poem from each of the books, I believe. And there are, I mean, color print photos in this. Ooh. Like, this is going to be, I mean, obviously I haven't started reading this one yet, so I can't recommend it, but I'm so excited about it. And there's like stories about the publishing company and the writers. And yeah, he pre-ordered this like two years ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Good job, and Caleb. Well yeah. done. He deserves a cookie. A cookie. A he cookie. deserves something. <laughs> I'm you know what? I don't even know why I'm trying to keep it clean. It's fucking Friday. It's not clean. <laughs> give, give, give it. Give it. Go get it. Do it. <laughs> Deserved. Well deserved. (laughs) So yeah, those are my recommendations and what I'm excited about. Awesome. Um, Thank you. Let me see. Let me think about anyone from Instagram because I feel like I need to have like some Instagram people. Um, Uh, What about um, uh, you? You you share stuff all the time. What's his name? Um, Shit. I'm really bad with names. Let's see. Uh, 
zombie poetry. What's his name? Oh, Ryan Ojeda. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, that's so funny. I asked him earlier today. I was like, just to be sure, how do you pronounce your last name? Mm -hmm. Because I planned to mention him tonight. (laughs) Because you need to get him on the podcast. There you go. Well, he's... Um, Okay. I'll ask. Yeah. Although he could ask me. Folks, it is okay to ask me. I promise I'm not that scary. I only bite with express consent. It's fine. Okay? Just just ask me. Just ask. It's okay. Oh, I told him. I was like, I was like, Michael's cool. Just go for it. Because he said he was thinking about it. Good. So he might be approaching you, Michael. If you Fantastic. haven't, if you haven't reached out yet, do it right now. I'm, I'm telling you, do it. <laughs> uh, zombies and poetry, right? So Ryan and we'll get him in the, we'll get him in the notes somewhere. And I like him because he's just like yeah, a regular dude. Poetry, no, um, no. And sometimes no periods, he's like no spaces, no underscores. Zombies and surprisingly poetry. insightful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like Nick Ola a lot. I don't know. I'm not now him. I did not ask about his name pronunciation. We're not friends like that. He's too cool for me. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But it's Nick spelled traditionally. O-L-A-H. Ola, I guess. Um, I have not had the pleasure of reading his books. They're definitely on my list. But everything he posts, I love. Um, Oh, and Marcel. You follow Marcel. He's... Marcel, he's in England. how do you say his last name? Maverone? Yeah. Yeah, I do. He's really fucking cool. Uh, yeah, we'll put him in the notes too. He's a British guy. I love that Christmas tree. That fucking Christmas tree. He is tree. so oh, cool. Ah. Oh my gosh, he's so cool. <laughs> he, um, yes. Oh yes. my God, I was going to oh. talk to you about that. It was so funny. His Christmas tree was a bundle of sticks and an old boot. And I thought that was so poetic and beautiful. Oh, I want to spend Christmas with Marcel. Also, he's so cute. I'm just going to say it. I don't care that my husband's in the next room. Marcel is so cute. He's also in the notes. Yeah. Um, But yeah, check out Marcel also. Um, I I look forward to... Send me all of the shit (laughs) I I may or may not remember. Um, Good, good. Can I just say really quick, it's 1 a.m. here. (laughs) If anyone is wondering well, why I'm like, you know what, that's getting crazier as this has gone night, on. <laughs> and I think people are missing. Being punch drunk and being incredibly honest is part of what I was going for. I, I that's what I want. Um, I want like, oh god, why did I say that? Yes, that's good. Give me that. Yup, it worked. Yup, yeah, you did. <laughs> I read my country song. I said Marcel was cute. Yup. And I'm sober. I literally just had decaf coffee and water. How did you do this? It has been fun. Okay, but this has been really fun. And I'm glad I got to be a part of it. I'm so glad I got to be your first guest. And I'm I'm so excited to see how this goes. uh, At a closet dot. No, a dot closet dot poet. It's really difficult to say out loud and in most of a wine bottle in. Oh, fuck. Fuck it. It's in the notes. Good night. It is. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, next uh, next show will be um, John Compton. He just put out a collection called uh, Castration of a Minor God, Ghost City Press. Check it out. But he will be the guest for the uh, second show in uh, January. So thank you and uh, good night.
<laughs> Say bye, Katrina. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. Ha, ha, ha.